0: Hello, I'm Molly Wood, host of CNET's Anchor Desk Newsletter. I love our open music. I'm Tom Merritt. That wasn't how it goes. (laughs) Those are the real deal (laughs) on CNET. But I like it too.
1: (laughs) I like your version of it.
0: Welcome to Buzz Out Loud, our five to ten minutes of tech take on tech news. And we here at Buzz Out Loud are proud to announce that we are a member of the Tech Podcast Network.
1: We pause now for station identification. This show is a proud member of the techpodcast.com network. Find out more about this and other shows at www.techpodcast.com. Techpodcast.com. If it's tech, it's here.
0: Uh, very nice.
1: You know what? That's what the voices in my head sound
0: like. <laughs> I'm sure they do. <laughs>
1: and they're telling me right now <laughs> to talk about Apple.
0: <laughs> what else is there to talk about?
1: Apple still switching to Intel. That's just in.
0: <laughs> That's just in. The Not that much more news and a lot of a lot of speculation on the internet. About what is going to happen with the Switch. Who will win? Who will lose? Will the security be better or worse? And I'm happy to report that Slashdot is already linking to a how to on converting a Mac into an x86. I love Slashdot. (laughs) You can really count on the geeks to come through.
1: (laughs) Switch that thing over.
0: You're ready to switch. As soon as it comes out. For (laughs) real? And that is switching. So it seems like the main concerns that I have identified in my reading of all of the commentary that is all over the web do your research. Do your research. I did a little bit, as <laughs> that's about all I ever do. And uh, it sounds like experts say the security thing, not to worry yet. Also, yeah, mostly because
1: hardware isn't out
0: yet, but. right? Exactly. Except for the geeks, and they'll figure it out themselves. And um, also on Slashdot today, perhaps Apple's Intel desktop could be a problem for Linux.
1: Why now? Why would you have to worry in the first place? That's that's my question.
0: If you're Linux? And
1: no. Why would you have to worry about a Mac running on an Intel chip? Why would why would there be a security worry?
0: To begin oh, with? I don't know. I mean, I think, yeah, it, to me that seems like a misunderstanding of the security problem, which is not the architecture, it's the OS.
1: Oh, okay. So I'm seeing it in the news.com story. It says that uh, attacks on the system BIOS is what people are worried about in, oh. the, in the Intel. Because the BIOS, interestingly enough, would be the same on a mac as on a pc right roughly speaking i mean depending on the manufacturer and all that it's not gonna be exactly the same i hear you i hear you <laughs> criticizing me already okay enough, enough but it but it's an intel bios right? right and so you could create an attack that could target both a windows and a mac computer if it has an intel chip
0: so. yes that is true so it could potentially open it up but it, you know it seems to me it would open it up about the same percentage that it's already vulnerable so bios attacks apparently rare and well defended against according to experts
1: experts who are these experts and where whatever are that's all the research i have time yeah. for today <laughs> so okay so so we've raised a fear and debunked it at the yes. same time so don't worry that's about that good spreading of fear uncertainty and out
0: speaking of security exploits
1: oh this is the firefox thing? this is the firefox the funniest thing. thing is where you found this you found this on somebody's blog right but
0: um yes well actually i think i fa- it was one it was a link in google news
1: oh in google news yeah okay but uh, the, the the story is at the St. Louis Post Dispatch, the newspaper I grew up with. Who knew? Turns out, so tech savvy, Technology news good leaders. Post Dispatch.
0: St. Louis Post Dispatch reports that a seven-year-old flaw in Mozilla-based browsers has now resurfaced in Firefox.
1: David Sheets of the Post Dispatch reports this. Which <laughs> so what flaw is this? This
0: man loves a shout out. Yes, he does. <laughs>
1: Just giving credit where it's due. So what's what's the uh, what's the flaw? It
0: is uh, it affects how browsers display web pages. And it, it, basically, it's a spoofing flaw, which I think is interesting that there was a seven-year-old spoofing flaw, but it could basically trick you into, you could use a spoofed site to trick you into giving up personal information.
1: I think this just continues. Pretty common
0: security flaw, but just interesting that it's a flaw that's been a known issue in Mozilla browsers, and here it is in Firefox all of a sudden.
1: And uh, they said there's a quote uh, from a security expert, this guy named Christensen, saying <laughs> that it is very difficult An to expert? prevent completely these kind of... Security flaws. Yes. Uh, And this just continues the trend we've discussed before, which is that Firefox, as it gets more popular, is going to confront more and more of these kind of issues being exposed because it's going to be beaten on more by people.
0: Well, and I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that it's possible there is no such thing as a truly secure browser. And so this claim that, yeah, sure, IE may be worse, but this claim that Firefox is, is the secure choice is, to use a legal term, specious.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? The other thing is, this flaw uh, first appeared in 1998. Also affected Internet Explorer. Also affected Opera. Yeah. Opera. So it's. So it's maybe not,
0: they could have fixed it, but uh,
1: this is the kind a, of thing that probably has happened. Actually, mm-hmm. when it happened in 1998, nobody probably thought twice about
0: well, it. Well, maybe because no, yeah, no one was trying to. Well, there was no there, there was back no in massive identity but, theft via spoof, yeah. spoofed webpages either. So.
1: I'm just thinking Firefox gets more attention these days because more people are using it.
0: Exactly. Although in terms of identity theft, I personally am much more worried about these 6 million customer records that have been lost by various companies in the last two months.
1: Because UPS just can't find the package. That that, (laughs) that was one of them.
0: I wish I could have. This is a joke I wish I'd written, but I saw it on Slashdot. What can Brown lose for you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In case you don't know what we we mean, really quickly, City City Group lost three point nine million customer records, including social security numbers, loan information, names, and addresses, when UPS apparently lost their shipment of backup tapes.
1: Yeah, and it's a, it's not been misdelivered. It wasn't. They don't think it was stolen. They just think it's it's sitting somewhere in a warehouse and they can't find
0: it. It's out in the ether.
1: All right, should we wrap up here?
0: Yeah, let's. Uh, we have a very exciting phone call. Yes, we do. From Scott in Australia. Let's let's play it. Yeah, g'day, Tom and Molly. It's Scott from Sydney, Australia. Just wanted to let you know how much I enjoy the podcast and keeping up with the latest news every day. It's a shame the podcast is only a five-minute thing. I'd like to see a 30-minute podcast as well, possibly once a week, with all the weekly news and updates that are in in IT, like software updates and all sorts of other cool, cool things like CNET Radio used to do there. So. Yeah, just a, just a thought here from Sydney, Australia. So keep up the good work, and thanks very much for a fine podcast. Thank you very much. I love that guy's accent so much.
1: Good on you, mate. Good luck to the Wallabies <laughs> this year. But, Thank you very uh, much. We'll consider Tiled on the workforce there. Yeah, Thirty we'll... minutes. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> we'll consider the thirty-minute podcast, but um, that's a lot more research than we're normally able to do. Although he did say only once a week. That's true.
1: So yeah, we've been thinking about uh, how long this should be and how often we should do it. So if you have ideas on that, uh, give us a call one eight hundred six one six CNET. Or also, you can uh, send us an email, buzz at cnet.com, B-U-Z-Z at cnet.com. Let us know. What's your preference?
0: Longer, shorter podcast? Never. Because we're
1: flexible. (laughs) Molly does yoga. (laughs) Anyway, that's it.
0: Thanks, y'all. Thank you.